0: Hey listeners, this is Podcast on Fire Network Uh, founder, I think you could cry me that, Uh, the guy that started it and left, remember,
1: Ken's like a single mum, raising half a dozen podcasts on his own now, Uh, I thought I'd just pop back for Christmas as these fathers types do, so I just thought I'd come in, say hello, Merry Christmas, sorry I couldn't be there, much like those dads,
0: and yeah, enjoy the holiday season without me this year. Other than that, listen to FilmsAndSwearing.com, use our Amazon link, and remember me? I was the guy that said, die hard, fuck back, draft, when it came to hard-boiled. Thank you and good night.
2: on fire and the 2018 christmas special the annual christmas special and it's a tradition i try to maintain because after a year of uh, fun hard work here at the network we try and get as big of a group as possible together to unwind and be merry of course it is christmas the previous years we have picked movies and topics connected to christmas and built chat and banter around that but uh, last year i brought back the podcast on fire quiz contest if you will or trivia quiz And uh, the winner of uh, Honor and Glory that year... And that was Honor and Glory on DVD, that is, with Cynthia Rothrock. uh, Like the the Honor and Glory um, sort of mental win. That was uh, not something I could give the winner in that case. But what I could give was that on DVD. I also gave the winner a ninja headband that says Ninja on it. So I got one of those Godfrey Ho headbands. And the winner that year, last year, was Tom K.W. And despite being bust. Yes, because afterwards he said, like, I'd like to thank whiskey and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no. But he admitted to being a little bit bust. He still emerged as a winner. And this year, I decided to do it all again. And the idea was popular enough, judging by the poll I put out in the field. So here we go. My name is Kenny B. Let me introduce the... Uh, global room of participants here we have merely a few right now but they are my favorite people on the network of course and uh, let's introduce them all and first of all uh, seeing as he's up and early and ready to compete i want to introduce todd statman who is my co-host on a podcast i'm very fond of producing called taiwan noir he is also the author of funky bollywood he's also the author of the the novel please don't be waiting for me it's sequel so good it's bad and that begs the question todd You have said that there will be a third book for those of you who follow The Adventures. Is it completed? Have you announced it? Or is everything under wraps, including a title?
3: I have a completed first draft, and I'm going to start working on a second. Uh, After the new year, with an eye towards releasing it in July, like all the other books were, it's called Never Defeated, or no, I'm sorry, it's Never Divided. It's gonna be really good. I think this is gonna be the best one.
2: Of course, it's gonna be the best one.
3: It's got to, man. Time's running
4: out.
2: <laughs> it's um, so- yeah. I'm pretty ignorant about uh, the titles. Obviously, you inform me where the title, um, uh, the the words. Please don't be waiting for me. What song that came from? So so good. It's bad. Does that come from a famous punk song? I don't know. Of or is that your your little invention?
3: No, that was my invention, and never divided is uh, inspired by the Sham '69 song. If the kids are united,
2: right on. It sort of a, it sort of makes sense if if the, this is the continuing adventures of your characters, then
3: right. Yeah, out. I figured it would be nice to end it on a positive note, you know, rather than. I felt the titles of the other two were kind of downbeat, appropriately so. So, I also want to say, Ken, that I was trying really hard not to be bitter about my showing in last week's contest. But now that I've heard what the prizes were, I am so jealous and so bitter. <laughs> Especially the headband, man. Yeah. I would be wearing that right now. <laughs> it's on Amazon. You can get it. <laughs> oh, it's, really? It fits okay. in a stocking. Of
2: it fits course in a stocking. It is.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh huh. And also, the illustration needs to be that it says N I N, and then the illustration of a ninja in the middle, and then J A. So it's a it's a word puzzle.
3: In case people need a visual aid. Exactly, and
2: that that's the replica of. Uh, no, not the Godfrey Ho originals because they bought those somewhere and printed those I guess but it's as close as you're gonna get to being Richard Harrison Todd and I know you've longed uh, for it
3: I know own, owning the Garfield phone wasn't enough heck no <laughs> heck no, it's not enough
2: you, it's the, you, you, you <laughs> gotta is. complete it with um, that, a ninja headband and a ninja outfit with um, a glitter vest on top of it for the sake of camouflage
3: that glorious stash too. Mhm. Yeah.
2: This year there is a prize too, but we'll get to that. So uh, you're not going to leave here empty-handed. And uh, no and no one chimed in with the Monty Python joke there. <laughs> <laughs> no one leaves here empty-handed, so we're going to cut, cut off his hands. Oh, oh. better but you know we mentioned oh, oh but, by the way I really enjoyed uh, I haven't said it on air I think but I really enjoyed the first book please don't be waiting for me oh uh, well, thank that was, you was uh, an exciting uh, exciting read and uh, it's set up characters well and built uh, you know the pressure cooker that it's supposed to be um, and well thank that, you that, so much that worked for me I was really involved and and uh, I uh, was glad that there was uh, further adventures. I haven't bought the second book yet because uh, I'm uh-huh. still in the process of learning to properly read. So I've... Uh, oh,
3: sh- <laughs> congratulations on that. I th- the, the text in my books is pretty large, so I hope that helps. Uh, very much. Yeah, the next book I'll just... It's a little more hardcore than the first book. I've been sort of castigated by some people. Your first book was a young adult novel, and this one is not, because there's nasty things in it.
2: I don't remember it being very mild, that first book. It had a pretty, you know, the the details of the murder wasn't like, um, uh, it wasn't mild necessarily, you know. No,
3: it it wasn't Hardy Boys level, not at all
2: well i'm uh, gonna pick up pick it up eventually uh, you know I'll take my time with right. these uh, things uh, but sure, we mentioned funky Bollywood, so also off the top of your head because it might not be covered in your book because of the genres you cover. but th- is there at all a tradition of Bollywood festive movies, Christmas movies, or that's out of your desire to know or knowledge?
3: they have a lot of holidays in India and there are a lot of uh, Bollywood movies in which key events take place during different festivals like Diwali. Um, But I can't, I'm sure there are because uh, Bollywood movies are so heavy with sentiment. I'm sure there are, you know, movies like, you know, hallmark level movies, you know, a Diwali miracle or (laughs) a Christmas, (laughs) a Christmas for Amrita, you know, but I have not seen those. But that's sort of out of my my wheelhouse. Out of uh, choice or simply.
2: Uh, you yeah. Have, you have. Okay. Cool. Because Funky Bollywood is uh, it's like genre cinema that doesn't scream festive and uh, family friendly at all times. So.
3: Right. Well, I would, you know, in, in approaching the book, I needed to tackle a subset because saying this book is about Indian cinema, that's like saying this book is about American cinema. It's like there's thousands of films so it's like i have to narrow this down and that's a genre i particularly enjoy anyway so uh that was what that was about i also wanted to mention for you people still i don't know when this is going to air but i assume since it's a christmas show it's going to air before christmas
2: oh you your your senses are your your uh, you can deduct so well the uh, this, uh, this morning, uh Todd, so Well done.
3: Your your sarcasm is appreciated. Ken. December 24th uh, at any rate. Okay, well, okay. So there probably won't be anybody who's still looking for a Christmas present, but I have to mention that Amazon is selling Funky Bollywood for the insanely low price of twelve ninety five, which is literally half the cover price. So, and it makes an excellent gift. For the adventurous film fan in your life, so
2: that is a deal and a half. Uh, I've got my signed edition, you know, in a glass case and everything. So I've, uh, I've, uh, I've uh, I'm, I'm taking it seriously. The, this, uh, this ahead. thing of uh, Todd, Todd, Todd's writing and everything like that. But uh, it, it, it's a, is a wonderfully illustrated book in itself. It's not coffee table style, but you can certainly look through it and look at poster art and be, um, be uh, f- find interest in that. But uh, yeah.
3: What I tell people is, it's not a um, it's not a coffee table book. It's more of a bathroom book because <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of episodic and it's illustrated, so you can look at it in little bits at a time while you're doing whatever you know. I don't judge. You, you can do whatever. <laughs> I, don't, right. I don't judge people for having normal human bodily functions, but uh, also it's well, my while well, my novels, I think, are an ideal airplane read. I think that you know, if you're flying across the states, you can finish one in about that amount of time, and they're diverting and fast-paced would very much agree on that even though i'm a
2: slow reader myself but uh, I, I think uh, you're very too. much uh, very much spot on well you, you're not as slow as i am like i, I 10 minutes <laughs> is all i can do in one go and then my mind starts to wander and that's exactly how i got through the book so um
3: yeah well i am not a young man so i tend to fall asleep after 10 minutes of reading <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Great. That'll be something for me to look forward to in old age then. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say old age, just not not young.
2: How how how, how, how are you as a writer then can you, when you get into the zone like that's an hour pass like that when you when you write?
3: Oh do I fall asleep while I'm writing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A B C <laughs> <And> Z then... <laughs> X X G F F F F F F, F, F. Right. Well
3: yeah, you know that part in the book where it's like, you know, he looked at bridge and f- zzz, and it's just the rest of the page is all Zs. That's one of the parts where I fell asleep. Print. Print that. <laughs> be and then when I said, what, where am I? Who am I? That's when I woke up. Well, well,
2: uh, regardless of uh, what stretches of writing you managed to do, 10, 20, 30, or maybe an hour, it uh, worked out for you. And your creativity is uh, ongoing. You're producing. So that's something to be yes. proud of. So uh, congratulations on a productive 2018, my friend.
3: Thank you very much.
2: All righty. Next up, live from Birmingham, it is Phil G of easternfilmfans.co.uk, the most jo- jovial and positive co-host uh, on the network. And, uh, of course, this is a network just filled with cynicism and
3: hatred. So he, <laughs> <laughs> so, so he is needed. You know. It's a cesspool of uh, It is, yeah. You know, I
1: have
3: of, to of, wait the cesspool <laughs> with my
0: puppies and unicorns just to let,
2: uh, you know. So thank you. God, we have uh, Phil G. Uh, And, you know, he's been he's been with me as we've tried to uh, derail the careers of Alan Tam and uh, George Lambert. but he's also a fine supporter of the UK action indie filmmaking scene and gets out in person. To watch in support and chat with makers and etc so etc so welcome phil and uh, any highlights from this year in terms of uh, the festivals you attended uh, the people you met the screenings you went to and so forth because you uh, you met uh, i'm sure you met many famous people but uh, obviously one stood out because you met the ever working always constantly working scott adkins so yeah i know so so what was this year's uh, year like in terms of festival uh, festival attendance
0: yeah, it was. It was the highlight, the uh, Fine Spirit Film Festival. Uh, they put on a great show and they've got Scott Atkins And I was lucky enough to come along and, and get some interview time with him. And it had been somebody I'd been tracking down for, uh, um, hunting down and stalking for many a year. Um, it was close to stalking it occasionally. I've, I have a mate that goes to the same gym as him and he kept going to over to me going, my mate, Phil, for me, some film fans wants to interview you. I don't think there was anything more than that. You know what I mean? He wasn't, you know what I mean? He must have thought, He wants crazy to guy. interview <laughs> you.
2: Okay,
0: no, don't say it in You're a sinister voice. <laughs> Very sinister. But yeah. I did it through the official channels, rather well, than the stalking one. So that was good. Um, plus, they put on a great um, film festival anyway. Um, watched the debt collector there. And, um, yeah, so that was definitely my highlight because it was uh, – I'd been uh, tracking him for a while to get an interview, and it and it was great. And you know, went down, got to shake his hand. We got some photos, um, and it was uh, yeah, it was all gravy, baby. So yeah, that was definitely uh, the highlight for uh, for me this year. I I uh, really enjoyed that, and um, hopefully the people enjoyed the uh, the films too, because like I say, the Deck collector was uh, something a little bit different. And um,
5: yeah,
2: I mean, I haven't seen either of those. Uh, I'm sorry to say, but they got some exposure over in america no, not apple was it vengeance uh, ross's movie vengeance because yes th- there was a um uh, not that this means that oh my god it's blowing up but one of the stars of that movie was interviewed on on the uh, build youtube interview series that's held in new york and normally many movies pass through that uh, that youtube interview series so i'm thinking like holy crap i mean uh, ross is uh, blown up if indeed it was Vengeance or if it was The Debt Collector. But uh, Yeah,
0: it was I Am Vengeance um, and Stu Iron Bennett vengeance. did a couple of, yeah, yeah, I Am Vengeance um, and Stu Bennett did uh, a couple of the interviews and um, again, I had my, uh I was saying to the, uh, saying to the missus, he said, look, He's he's on look, he's on Tully he's, he's in America, he's he's having an interview. I said, Look, you see the poster behind? be look, he's got Eastern film fans on that. I was well sure. Oh you 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 got a quote on the thing on the yeah, poster. Yeah, yeah, because my quote's on there. Stupid uh-huh. is gold. Oh like, yes, I've made it. I'm on the phone, and I'm in the trailer <laughs> as well. Um Pardon uh, me
3: for uh, screaming my ignorance into the man. internet, but I'm I don't know who this person you're talking about is. Oh, uh Scott. Scott Adkins. So, Scott Adkins, yes. Yeah,
0: Lucky at my, he does a lot of uh, action movies. Okay. British, British lad. Um, he's just comes uh-huh. from Sutton of the Road from us. Uh, been in lots of different films. He was uh in with uh, Donny Yen, uh, Ip Man as well. So, um, oh, okay, he's, he's done. Uh, yeah, it's done quite a bit. So, so yeah, but this was a different one. Iron I Vengeance. Yeah, Ross has uh, oh. done really well. Um, with that film and obviously he's just filmed the sequel and stuff so um that's gone great gone, so i managed to get an interview with him um uh, brian cool. larkin and flair so some of the cast from that as well at the uh fighting spirit film festival so that that was great i, I really enjoyed that and it was good to get out you know out and about and speak to these people face to face and as always and and you can see the interviews i put them on youtube for a change rather than doing you know just write them down um i've got a youtube channel eastern film fans and we did some really uh, really interesting uh, interviews which which were fun i mean it's just me they are fun but they were hellish to edit you can imagine <laughs> um but they were they were fun to do and it was great it's good to go out and see people and support you know in independent movies and all that so yeah it's been uh, it's Definitely. been a good yeah.
3: thanks for bringing me up to speed that's all right <laughs> <laughs> this is why I I do so badly in the questions. So. <laughs> I won't worry about that. Wait, who's this? Okay. <laughs> yeah, who's that?
2: Name like five movies Scott did this year, and he did about fifteen or something. So he he's a busy lad. He's uh, he's working the uh, Hong Kong cinema tradition of uh, staying busy all the yeah, time. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah plus seminars he goes out so he was earlier in the year uh, my friend was in a seminar with him and literally he was there she said he looked absolutely knackered he did that and then he was flying out to los angeles to pick up another film and stuff the bloke is just constantly busy i mean fair but i don't know where he stops but i must admit when i met him he was really chilled and you don't know until you meet people you know face to face i mean you can do the you know, I've done it, you can do the phone calls and the Skype interviews and stuff, but unless you meet him face to face, you don't really know. And I have to say Scott Adkins, you can tell that he's really driven as a person, but he's got that humbleness about him. So when you talked yeah. about him, he was a little bit shy about it. So you know what I mean? It's not like Stardom's gone to the head and he's not like right. uh, he's not like a George Clooney or anything, but it right. has he's still or very, very pretty Yeah, very down to earth. <laughs> sort of. Yeah.
3: It's 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 kind of a tradition in uh, Asian commercial cinema to have these stars who make like thirty or forty films a year, isn't it? I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, you just got to keep working because yeah, like popular. there's always someone to come up behind you and it. steal true, the man. crown.
0: Yeah, I mean, I oh mean, God, um, Andy Lau was a one-one. The man that used to pump out films and stuff left right, and center. I mean, they, yeah, they do today as well. It's the same. You're right. They just you know. Somebody else is going to steal the crown if they don't make the films, so they just make films after films. It's like, yeah, you know,
2: they they have reduced in quantity certainly, but uh, yeah, it, there's always one at the very least. And obviously, if you look at Hong Kong cinema and, and mainland cinema to a degree, the one who's still busy as heck and is not slowing down anytime soon is probably Louis Koo. Yeah, you know, the, the tanned one, as as we say, and he's uh, um, <laughs> the the thing is you make a lot of movies therefore you make choices that are not panning out Mm -hmm. each and every time but when they do when you work with quality filmmakers then you shoot to the top and you evolve and i mean he's obviously a favorite of uh, johnny toe having done a fair amount of movies with him drug war the hospital uh, the hospital movie free and so forth but um You know, so so it's still possible to work like that. It was more possible back then in the 80s and 90s because Hong Kong cinema was a different beast then. That's why I had Chai and Fat doing 10, 15 movies a year, Simon Yam, Andy Lau, and so forth. Uh, And uh, obviously the guys we discussed last year with, uh, you know, uh, Sekin obviously has done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of movies throughout his career.
1: I
3: was also thinking about the 60s where you had in, like in Cantonese cinema where you had actors like Connie Chan uh, and Josephine, I can't remember her name, um, you know, who would just, yeah, just churn out, churn out films one after the other. That was a big thing in those days, too. And they, the films were very prolific, too.
2: Yeah, a lot of them, um, even if they were melodramas or action pieces a lot of the time, they, they weren't even right. coming out. Uh, Fast and Furious. Um, it's, right. uh,
3: Josephine Sao, that's what I that's right. yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, And they uh, talk about staying power in that regard because her career wasn't over then, wasn't over in the 70s, 80s, or 90s because right. n- new audiences got to experience her. I probably first saw her in the Jet Li movies, uh, Fong Sayo, mm. playing the yeah. mother, being hysterical as the mother in those. Uh, Movies and um, yeah. great dramatic actress uh, too, and uh, yes. don't think she works anymore because um, I think after a while her, she has a quite distinct hearing loss on one side. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just think that that after a while she couldn't or uh, it wasn't worth uh, enduring, you know, the physical pressure that's on you uh, yeah. with that uh, in the ways. So to say, but she she kept her spirits up uh, despite so. Was there any, like, you know, because Bollywood cinema, the industry has always been so prolific. Did they have those kind of people, too, who just churned out 20 movies a year and things like that?
3: Yeah, Amitabh Bachchan is probably the biggest star of the 70s. And he's now sort of a, he's like the Al Pacino of Bollywood cinema. He's kind of become a... He's consistently been famous throughout his career. Now he's sort of an elder statesman. But yeah, his peak in the 70s, I think he made, like, I think his peak year was 1976. He made 17 movies. So not, you know... uh, So that's not really... I mean, I'm thinking of people like, you know, in... In Thailand, there was a uh, Mit Chai Bancha who literally made hundreds and hundreds of movies. But yeah, there there are those. I mean, I think it's the same thing in Bollywood. A lot of competition, and you just had to be on screen at all times, basically.
2: During that period, would a person like that who who does seventeen movies a year? Would the productions vary in terms of uh, scope? And budget somewhat just quickies, or whatever, or like refined productions all the time.
3: That's yeah. That's what's interesting because, as opposed to Hollywood, where once an actor gets to a certain level, you're only gonna see him in bu- big budget films or indie films or whatever. The yeah, this like Bachan. Yeah, the, there's like some really cheesy, you know, low budget pot boilers, and then really big, extravagant films like. um Like Sholay, which is one of the biggest uh, films of the seventies, but yeah, it's interesting. In India, they don't. It's the film industry is considered disreputable by, you know, the establishment. So films aren't able to get bank loans. They can't get completion bonds. So pretty much every. especially at that time in the 70s, every film that was made was basically an independent production for which the producer had to scare up money whenever he could. And it was not uncommon for production on a film to have to stop for months or even years so the producer could um, raise more money. And as a result, you have these films where the the stars age from... 60s version of themselves, and then you know the next shot they're the 70s version, or one you know one character will be speaking to another, and one will be like the 1970s version, and one is the 1960s version. <laughs>
5: wow!
3: So read the book.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Don't give it away, all Todd. Yeah, I love to read the book. God damn it, buy the
5: book. Yes, it's I a bar- so. it's a bargain indeed. I we're know. gonna we're
2: gonna link to the bargain, obviously. So that's uh, that's all good uh cool well i've w- 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 what i've done uh, as i did last year uh, i tried to design the trivia as, as uh, so everyone gets a shot you know we're gonna do hong kong japan korea mixed category and then a quote uh category so uh and, and and a few multiple question ones as well so it's not like oh my god phil's is gonna phil is gonna dominate this no, i don't think so and uh, no, i don't think so <laughs> It can be tricky questions here. Yeah, I've, I've made some a little bit more difficult so everybody can sort of, hmm, hmm, hmm. And then I'll throw in a clue or two and then maybe someone can get it who wasn't expecting the point, as a matter of fact. So hopefully this uh, will work out. But uh, we we are at the mercy of the internet and this sort of group call being in sync. And so far with uh, two participants, it seems like we are in sync. So I will do my best to determine regardless who says their name first when they know the answer to the question. And it's very important, because uh, there is a Lord Quizmaster here, who uh, rules with an iron fist, that you let the Quizmaster, Lord Quizmaster, can it be Sweethawk, Special K, uh, do do his thing, and then you bust in with your mouth. What?
3: The K-meister. Todd, Todd, just, yes. just,
0: just, 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 just you and me, mate. I've got a funny feeling, and I might be wrong here, there's going to be a lot of silent pauses after we ask the questions.
2: Can we speak
3: now? <laughs> I feel so. Well, since when we're both nobody so, knows the answers
5: and well, it's just like dead air.
3: Well, maybe since we're both so musically inclined during those breaks, we can go... We can get some adverts
5: in. You know what right I mean? exactly
3: probably
2: thinking about it <laughs> yeah the, the Christmas show is the first uh, spon- sponsored show of the of the network we we never had sponsors so we we're gonna talk my undies and things like that yeah. and socks yeah. and all uh, oh, right right yeah square space <laughs> <All right. laughs> exactly if that's even a thing <laughs> uh, so uh, you will be competing for something even though who knows right. if you even want the price, but I, I don't care. I like our, the idea. Our dignity. Sure, that's uh, obtainable and physical, and with me <laughs> here, uh-huh. I, I got your dignity in a jar. Alright. Uh, you will be competing for a movie this year as well. Ooh. A Christmas movie. Hey. Honor and Glory wasn't a Christmas movie, it was just a fun idea. And I might, you know, it depends on what you consider a classic or not classic. So I, I don't know if this is a classic Christmas movie, but it is a Christmas movie.
3: You're, I'm fri- Now I'm frightened. You might not even yeah.
2: cheer or think this is worthy to compete for. But anyway, it's a Christmas movie on obsolete media. And maybe this will encourage you to compete or not compete. But a grand prize this year is... I have no drum world, so I'm just going to say is... The Arnold Schwarzenegger movie Jingle All The Way on (laughs) Laserdisc.
3: Oh, yes. Get
5: it. It's on,
3: baby. It is on. I'm telling you, you know what?
0: I've never seen that film all the way through. I deserve that disc.
3: Ah, I've never seen it. I mean, I've only seen the trailers, I think. I don't think I've seen any part of that movie. Yeah, I know what it's about, vaguely.
2: Turbo Man, that's what it's about. That's Uh,
3: an epic prize. That's
0: proper Christmassy prize.
2: And even if you don't have a laser display, because I'm not going to send you one, uh, you're going to have to go to a thrift store yourself, Todd, and uh, maybe you can pick up something in Birmingham, Phil. (laughs) Uh, But maybe you you can frame it. I could. And uh, it's oh, it's sure. a spe- it's a special one. If I didn't say it, it's actually the Japanese edition, and it's so the the cover art is always so slightly more special. I, I tell mean, you ja- what,
0: that will look absolutely mint in between Eastern Condors and um, the Quiet Edition of uh, John Woo's the Killer. I mean, that'll just look mint in between those two, Ken. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. My 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 stock will go up. My people will look at that and think, "My God, man, look at
2: that." <laughs> We thought he lost his mind when he bought Obsolete Media in the first place, (laughs) but now he adds to it and adds to it and does nothing with it.
3: Mm, Yeah, that'd be great to have a massive, you know, Laserdisc collection and also a a massive Betamax collection. Yeah, Betamax. That's cool, man.
2: So uh, that's what you're competing for, uh, uh, sort of a square price.
0: Yeah, me, me and Todd are going to be really working hard not to win. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: is Andy Lau an actor? Yes or no? Um, hmm. That's it, you have to reduce the
5: questions Chow
2: Yun <laughs> Fat, is he cool or not cool? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I might, Phil, have to answer it instead. Cool or fool? Cool, exactly. fool. Cool, or fool's good. Well, I'm, uh, I'm very happy about the uh, enthusiasm in the room, I genuinely am, uh, because uh, you, you are good lads, both of you, and, uh, and so. Then
3: we're raring to go. Yeah. So
2: because this podcast on fire, we should start with Hong Kong, there's not enough Taiwanese sort of like, I can't, I don't know if I can add too much to a Taiwanese category, because t- Taiwan cinema is either the art stuff, some action stuff, I guess, and then it's just children's movie you and I movies you and I watch Todd that has questionable content mm-hmm. but it's the then is like a quest uh, category for us only.
3: Right, you're right, that would be unfair. So, like, uh,
2: let's say uh, it's the Fantasy Mission Force category. Maybe that would work. Oh,
3: make it do,
0: yeah, maybe get away with that one. Let me oh, ask well, you that,
2: yeah. Phil, off the bat, because we, we've done the Fantasy Mission Force episode, me and Todd, and uh, we, we talked of it being a divisive picture, because mm, every, I yeah. think everyone expects a Jackie Chan movie. What they get yeah, is yeah. not a Jackie Chan movie, plus yeah, it's not yeah, in yeah. it that much. What's your history with Fantasy Mission Force? Do you utterly hate it, or do you love it, or like
0: it? No, yet? no, I love it. And, and and it's bizarre that I love it, because I watched it in that kind of way back when, and I think it came out on uh, VHS in the video shop kind of thing, somebody brought it out, and it was just another Jackie Chan movie to me, I didn't know anything about it, Not and, I went, and I, as I always do when I go into a film, I'll just watch it, because I want to watch a film, I want to watch that person in the film, or whatever, so when that came out and I watched it, it was like, burning my eyeballs with, like, just this, what the (laughs) hell is this watching? But you know what? I loved it. And I loved it because of that. I loved it because it was, like, wasn't a Jackie Chan movie. And I have to say, that's just a, a thing with everything that Jackie Chan does that isn't a Jackie Chan movie. You know, your crime stories, I love. You know, your Heart of the Dragon, I love. If it's not a Jackie Chan movie, took him outside of that and he's done something a bit different, you know, I love that. Fancy permission for voice, obviously, was completely wow, uh, bizarre, but I loved it for it, and I loved him for it. You know, I was, yeah. No, I, I've got a, I've got a little place in my heart for that film. I have to say,
2: good, good lad, because it always gets the, these two responses. Your, responses: you're either on board with the wildness of it, or you scratch your head and even become mad as hell for, <laughs> for, because uh, people hate that that movie even exists. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. So I'm a uh, fan. Yeah. We, we, we you know what? No, not to delay the trivia, but to- no, Todd no. made a very good point that isn't bro- brought up too much when Fantasy Mission Force is presented before audiences because it is presented as a Jackie Chan movie. Sometimes yeah. it has an image of him from in a black t right. shirt from one of the US movies' uh, promotional campaigns. So when they, uh, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they don't, they're never sold a comedy. There's all the Jackie Chan movie and that's where people like go, huh? huh? What? Hmm? You know <laughs> and, and, uh, I'm gonna watch this and fume and like uh, steam coming out of their ears and and Todd very wisely said that as soon as you realise it's a comedy, if anything, it's a failed Dirty Dozen movie. If you if you take Dirty Dozen seriously, then you should be mad at the fact that it isn't a good Dirty Dozen movie and not a Jackie Chan movie. But Todd, Todd just wisely said that realize it's a comedy that has decided it can go anywhere it wants
3: and that's cool yeah and that's- just and just freaking relax man <laughs> you know, it's, it's, uh, it's not it's true. not that big a deal so the Wait. first category
2: hong kong of course it's hong kong and uh Let's get everyone... Well, by the way, there will be five rounds, five questions each, and a possible tiebreaker, if there is a tie at the end. So, first category, as it was last year, and we are competing for Jingle all the way on Japanese laser disc. How about that? So, therefore, we're going to talk Hong Kong first of all, because that connects to Arnold Schwarzenegger, of course. So, let's give everyone a chance from the get-go by having question one be multiple choice. So, listen carefully make your determination after I list the A, B, and C option, and then buzz in using your name. Alright? So the question is, what was the Wong Jing movie that was reportedly supposed to be a Street Fighter live-action movie, but rights weren't cleared? Was it A, City Hunter, B, Future Cops, C, Avenging Fist? They're thinking... fail Phil buzzes in, and what is his answer? The future cops. You are correct, sir.
5: No! We've
2: mentioned Andy Lau a bunch of times, and it, it it is and it isn't because it's so obviously a Street Fighter movie. They're all tailored after what you know from Street Fighter Two, the game, obviously. But in 1993, I think that was probably its most current media. So, Andy Lau is recognizable. Richard M is recognizable as one of the uh, the sort of monster red-haired characters from Street Fighter II. And Simon Yam is, I think, the Indian character. So, there's a little bit yeah, of uh, blackface, <laughs> so to say, involved there. And, um, and, yeah, City Hunter actually, I think, was cleared. But that was only one sequence in the movie where Jackie Chan turns into the female character Chun-Li. Jeff Daniels is... Is it Ken from Street And
0: Gary Marvel, Daniels, Daniels is Ken, yeah, yeah.
2: Jeff Daniels, I mean, Gary Daniels.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Gary. Yeah, what might be called Jeff. He's he's a good lad. Uh, Gary.
2: <laughs> and Avenging Trio was, I think Wong Jing produced and was supposed to be a Tekken live action movie, but that wasn't realised either in the end. So they made a sort of, well that's from Tekken, but it isn't Tekken. Um, mm. so you had Sammo in there, Yunbu, and uh, the yeah, young right. stars of the day. So the, I was kind of proud about that question because... Uh, it I, was good. I, I, I nearly appreciate.
0: went for C as well, and I thought about it. Thank God I did. Because if I'd dived straight in, I would have gone for C straight away. But then I was like, I recalled it back and went, oh, no, that was more techiny, wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah,
2: it's a little pasted thing. Excellent work. I like, I like that, you thought, uh, that you thought about it. Yeah, 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 to yeah. mull it over. All righty, second question here in the trivia between the two mighty mighty lads Todd and Phil here. So, Jackie Chan. After he became a star in at the end of the 70s, one of his older movies, The Cub Tiger from Kwantung, was re-edited into a new film featuring a double and his drunken master co-star Simon Yoon. What was the title of the new film?
3: Oh, we don't get multiple choice. No, it's it's simply okay.
2: A, it's simply an answer, <laughs> a name and an answer. Your name and an answer.
0: Okay. Um,
2: I'm happy to give out clues if you need. Uh, can we repeat the question <laughs> oh, of course i can after Jack- after jackie chan became a star one of his older movies the cub tiger from kwantung this is from the early 70s was re-edited into a new film and that was at the end of the 70s featuring a jackie chan double and his drunken master co-star simon yoon in new footage looking in on an old movie and things like that he's in a bush for quite a lot of the film, of the scenes, uh, what was the title of the new film they made? Todd, Todd, buses. Is that rum- rumble in the Bronx. That's incorrect, my friend.
3: Yeah. Ah, well.
2: What well, what they did with Rumble in the Bronx? It was an old film, but they didn't. Uh, uh, they merely cut footage from it and did the English dub okay. featuring Jackie. So, All right. I think. So, remember, to the in with your name.
0: Oh, yeah, Phil, sorry, Phil, mm-hmm. Phil. And I was thinking about it because I, I I swear that it was... Anyway, I think it's Snake Fist Fighter.
2: That's incorrect. That's possibly another example, too, because I haven't yeah. seen Snake Fist Fighter. Mm-hmm. The actual answer is Master with Cracked Fingers.
0: Master with Cracked Fingers, yeah, I've got it. Oh, I hate it. That was my other answer, but I thought that it wasn't that one that was as Master
3: Cracked Fingers. I thought it was Snake.
0: That's
2: okay. That's fine. Yeah. You fool, I, Phil. You fool.
1: <laughs> no. I, just,
3: I didn't think of that because I don't have a disc of that that I bought for 99 cents at the drugstore. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's not even worth
0: 99 cents. Don't do oh, it. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. well. It, it's a pretty...
2: Um, like, only if you like the fact that they did this to him. Like, yeah. it did transploitation, if you will. Then yeah. then it's worth a look. And also, some of the... Uh, I would have accepted... Uh, and this is a nerdy thing. I would have accepted... ...not just master with cracked fingers... ...but master with crack fingers... ...because that's on some prints... ...he has crack (laughs) fingers...
3: Crack it's like Finger. Da, 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 da. Super high. <laughs> it's it's, it's a musical. <laughs> Both the
2: old movie, by the way, Cup Tiger and Muscle with Cracked Fingers, neither are very good, but at least the original one, like it's pre stardom. Um, well, you can see some talent there, but it's a super standard early 70s movie. So it's, it's not very good either. And they add a lot of scenes with Dean Sheck for the second one and Simon Yoon, and uh, you know. To make it a drunken master in style, because that's oh. what they wanted to riff on and exploit. So that's what they did. Alrighty, turning to mainland China for a moment, because Hong Kong cinema and its players—they're merging with mainland China for a bit. And this is going to be a guessing game. So it's anyone's can get this. Alright, so turning to mainland China for a moment, so and the entire room is going to guess a number as their answer. To this question and I'm gonna repeat it at the end so you'll know exactly how to guess okay so closest wins the point so in China modern action movies have proven to be audience favorites and earned massive amounts at the local box office Hong Kong director Dante Lam's operation Red Sea currently holds the spot for the second highest grossing movie ever in China with a gross over 579 million U.S. dollars, and the top spot belongs to Wu Jing's Wolf Warrior 2. I want everyone to take a guess what the reported box office taking in China was for Wolf Warrior 2 in U.S. dollars. So remember, second place had Operation Red Sea, with 579 million U.S. dollars. So what number, what uh, box office tally do you think? Wolf Warrior 2 has as number 1 versus the number 2 1. So you want to think it over and uh, you don't need to buzz in. I'll just go around the room. So Todd, do you have any do you have any guess? Do you want to mull it over? What's
3: uh, I'm going to say 1 billion.
2: 1 billion US dollars for Ooh, Wu wow. Jing's Wolf Warrior 2 in China.
3: I'd pay that. I'd pay a uh, billion dollars to see that movie. <laughs> uh it's
0: going to be somebody's 500 500- Million, 500 million seconds. So it's got to be about eight hundred and fifty million. That is very
2: close. Uh, the tally for Wu Jing's movie was eight hundred and seventy-four
3: million U.S. Oh, dollars. Wow! Congrats on that one. Well, I just went to the
0: middle. Well, middle-ish. I thought the top end. Ah, maybe yes. it's too much a billion, but less than a billion, but more yeah. than five hundred thousand, somewhere in between.
2: Good guesses. I mean, one billion wouldn't have been out of the question because yes, yeah. that, that that movie just kept building and building and building. Wolf Warrior Two.
0: Some of the well, the take what I think as far as I remember, the highest grossing film in um China that kind of was kind of uh, Avatar, wasn't it, or something like that.
2: At one point, yeah, I, I think it's been passed by local productions by now. Yeah,
0: but I mean that that did billion, so at least. So, yeah. Well, maybe as a Western yeah.
2: record, indeed. Uh, uh, may, may, maybe for for a Hollywood movie that that has still uh, yeah, it's uh, that has a top spot. Uh, that I don't know actually because I don't care about the Avatar. <laughs> <Okay. So>. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Opinion.
3: Yeah. Oh. I never. I never. <laughs> I never saw Avatar because I never go to see movies. If someone says you gotta see it that is a guarantee also, i it's never like, seen movies that got blue
0: people in it that's ridiculous right I, yeah <laughs> i agree smurfs
3: avatar yes,
2: smurfs, no so, so you're disappointed <laughs> you're effing kids manfield by like no it has blue people in it we're not gonna see okay. it
3: uh, okay i might, might have right, lied about
0: the smurf line movie. yeah i might have lied about the smurf movie but i have kids i have i have a good excuse uh, yeah.
3: yes
2: I feel kind of bad now because uh, I I want Tom to have some points here. So I'm gonna give him some oh, mi- mighty clues here. But uh, regardless, uh, qu- question four in the um, in the what category- is
3: your name? <laughs> What's your
2: preferred uh, title in life? <laughs> like I don't know. know. <laughs> but uh, oh, by the way, did 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 you guys see that Wolf Warrior two movie or Operation Red Sea? Yeah, Wolf nope.
0: Warrior two. It was uh, Wu Jing versus a tank. I mean, let's face it, there's nobody left. I mean, Frank Grillo was in it as well. So it, even the misses watched it because Frank Grillo was in it. So, But it wasn't about that. It was Wu Jing versus a tank. Let's face it, there wasn't anybody hard enough for Wu Jing to fight. So he had to fight a tank and they loved it. And he who won, pl- by the who way. Who played the tank? Yeah, I'm telling you. How that pff, Wu Jing just smashed that tank up bad. real bad just with his fists. And uh, I'll look forward to the third one. And a uh, bit of trivia. Uh, Scott Adkins was in uh, Wolf Warriors, the first one. Uh, That's right.
5: Uh, but it didn't
2: make uh, as much of a dent, box office-wise. Uh, I'll, I'll take Operation Red Sea over Wolf Warrior 2. I thought Operation Red Sea was just terrific action fun. Kind of Black Hawk Down in style, but not as uh, not as grim. Just a bunch of greatly choreographed physical action and two and a half hours of just boom, boom. And, and not uh, that political either just good fun so if you get a chance to see Operation Red Sea that's uh, something I recommend uh, so question for um, were you ever a fan by the way uh, this is not the question but the, it's the theme of the question were you ever a fan thought of, the, um, of Jet Li in general when you were growing up did that ever come onto your radar as wow? Well? Who was this guy?
3: Uh when I was growing up I'm trying to think what the first Jet Li film I saw was. It was probably um jeez I don't I don't remember. I, I don't think uh I've always liked Jet Li. I don't think I was, you know, specifically a fan of his. You know, it's kind of like with bands. It's like Jet Li, I would own the greatest hits as opposed to owning all his albums <laughs> you know yeah, that's uh you know
2: it's a, it's sort of um it's sort of semi about jet Li, this one so I wanted to set up mood here for the room so
3: i loved hero but like a lot of americans i like that movie a lot
2: romeo must die was not your your oh, favorite.
3: <laughs> i actually saw that in the theater too the I'm a little appears to say yeah with the bad x ray shots to show how yeah. broken he how much he broke the people he was hitting.
2: it should have been more fun and it was kind of a cr- cringy what they were doing with wires and uh, and even that uh, that very aspect
3: didn't that have Ilia in it it did it did he did okay. yeah yeah bless yeah. her
0: yeah yeah she was walking bless her
2: Alrighty, yeah. uh, all righty but here begins the question, which is sort of a... It will become an in-joke between me and Phil G., but you will understand the question despite. So, okay. singer George Lamb is a mustachio <laughs> superstar and very much lame, as determined by me during our George Lamb, Lam or Lame series, while Phil G. Forty was lamb. But here's the question. Connecting to Jet Li, what famous martial arts series starring Jet Li did George Lamb provide a theme song to? Todd.
3: Yes, once on. upon oh. a time in China. Oh, that is correct. First point. Right. That's the only Jet Li- series I know. So. It is, yeah. You did make, congratulations again, you did make that easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's supposed to funny. be
2: inclusive for all, so I'm very happy. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we, we like George Lamb partly as an actor, but he, I like him as a singer a lot. That uh, on the General's Order's song or whatever it's called dum, 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 the Wong Fei Hong theme he, he sings it with gusto and uh, I like it a lot uh, Jack, Jackie sang the Mandarin version of the theme, George Lam sang the Cantonese song, mm. the Cantonese version of, uh, of the theme mm. so we got George and Jackie doing the theme song for Once Upon a Time in China
3: I see. I don't remember the song, I'm sorry to say.
2: You, um, you can hear it in like 12,000 movies. So uh, well, we, it's, it's the yes. Wong, Wong Fei Hong theme, but not always in a Wong Fei Hong movie. Anyway, All well right. done, well done. Final question in Thank the Hong you. Kong round. Oh. Said to be promoted as his 100th movie called A Fighter's Blues, which Hong Kong actor reached this milestone in 2000 with this movie?
0: Well, Andy Lau.
2: That's correct. Andy Lau did his one hundredth movie in two thousand with *A Fighter's Blues*.
0: Fighter's Blue, I love that film. It's like underrated. One of those that people don't see. They should do like *Runaway Blues*. That kind of, you know, that genre. When I speak about Andy Lau movies, that's one of the that crops up. Great movie. Love it. Love it's it. A, it's a boxing
2: Chris? movie in this case. Mm-hmm. And uh, so some people were saying, "Is it really the hundredth movie?" Because if you count like bit parts and mild yeah. cameos and supporting roles, but they they still decided in two thousand Andelau had done one hundred movies between like nineteen eighty two and onwards. So mm. in eighteen years, one hundred movies. Not right. bad. Uh, okay. I am in favor of just keeping this train rolling. We're going to be joined, hopefully, by two more people who stands no chance, but uh, they're, they're going to do their damnedest to join us late because of life. But uh, obviously, uh, the two people with me are oh, my favorite people in the world. So.
5: Hey! Yeah, we. <laughs>
2: hey! And uh, we move over to Japan and a question that's uh, yeah. a c- category that I think uh, everyone's going to have a chance of uh, clinching, getting a few points here. Five questions covering Japan. So, this is a musical question, not about musicals, but it's about music. Okay? So listen up and buzz in with your name when you think you know the answers and answer. Uh, and I uh, will provide clues if needed. So, for the 1995 classic anime, Ghost in the Shell, not only was it uh, playing in Japan in Japanese, but expectedly it had an English dub track produced, but also an exclusive song for the film's end credits. In English. It was called One Minute Warning. It was a collaboration between ambient musician Brian Eno and What Rock Group.
1: Oh. Oh, gold.
2: So, this was only for the English version of Ghost in the Shell for the end credits. Uh, oh.
3: So, they replaced. Todd. Yes. Was it you, too? That's correct!
1: Oh! Whoa, they're
3: cool. Well, he was working with. They were working with Eno around that time.
2: So there you go. That's. I. I was designing the question subconsciously around the fact that you were going to participate and you were going to put the, the sort of uh, pieces together in your head. Like So, there you are.
0: Well done. It's in the movie and I don't I don't, oh, I don't,
2: really I don't remember the it. song at all because Ghost in the <laughs> Shell has such an iconic score otherwise, the, the choir yeah, just... type score and uh, and I don't think I've seen the English version if I'm being totally honest uh, or I didn't stick around for the credits as such. Nah, it's over. Exactly. I loved yeah. it, but it's over. Well done, well done. Um, so the next one in the Japanese around here is a plot summary of a famous Japanese gangster movie from sometime in the 1990s. Uh-huh. So can you name the movie that has the following synopsis? It's a very short one. Several Yakuza from Tokyo are sent to Okinawa to help end a gang war. The war escalates, and the Tokyo gangsters decide to lay low at the beach. What
3: movie uh, is that? the son Oh. Todd Yes sir Sonatine That's correct oh. D-
2: Directed by the great Beat Takeshi Kitano Beat Takeshi yes That's a
3: actually, that's a really good movie Oh boy is it ever Yeah, yeah. Right.
2: one of those that it either works for audiences or it doesn't because that that's yeah. a funny ass movie violent movie serious i think but also it's just completely off the wall silly at points
3: <laughs> Yes and there's also a very long set, you know, once they go, they're laying low, it's kind of this long sort of bucolic, you know, them frolicking on the beach. It's like these guys getting a, a long needed break from their violence, their violent, you know. They're
2: doing sumo wrestling and you have these scenes right. where Kitano standing there and smiling at them and no one's saying anything, they're just smiling. I think he shoots himself too, but that's a dream sequence uh, because right. it's a famous still from Sonatine. Uh, right. I, I think that that's probably one of his finest. The way the Kitano style just clicked big time, and uh, no one else does still violent action, and I mean staying still. There's a shoot in a bar where just Kitano stands still, shoots, 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 and so no one is taking cover necessarily, uh,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: it's kind of a hypnotic man. Let's just see what Tom has to say here. Uh, he's going to compete, damn it. He's the reigning champion, too. So I'm like ruthless. I'm adding people to socialize with me. <laughs> Let's see here. If I... Tommy. Pick up. Pick up. Hello. Ah, hello, Tommy. Hey. Yeah. What's going on, man? Let's go. Welcome home. Oh, sit down. Compete. Hey, Tom. Thanks,
4: buddy. Can I take my shoes off? Is that all right?
2: No. <laughs> 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 I'm the Hitler of the network. Like you compete, you compete, you're gonna compete. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. So good. Uh, it's free all so far. So you guys. So you. Uh, it's even right. even Steven here across the board. So uh, so well done. I'm enjoying it and um, yeah. enjoying your company. Well, that today. gives
3: Tom a chance too to pull head. right? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a statistician. <laughs> if you're gonna
2: make me do math here, then then then, then I'm fucked. So.
3: do it isn't there a Criterion disc of Sonatine
2: no the US rights at least in my world it it should be Um, I think before uh, Quentin's company had it Rolling Thunder Um, it might have been transferred to Disney or Miramax because when they put out Satuichi there was a bonus disc with Sonatine on it and I think uh, that was one of the big companies that had Satuichi uh, uh-huh. Back in the day, but um, the, the, there's a UK Blu-ray set that I think had Sonatine in it and a couple of other movies, but not those first three. Maybe it was like those those first two and then Hanabi, possibly uh, oh, the one okay. after uh, after Sonatine or uh, the sec. Well, maybe he did like that uh, Kikujiro movie, that very gentle movie in between. But but yeah, uh, Kitano man, that's um that's a guy to um to be a fan of. no one did uh, yeah. bloodshed like he did in his movies like nope. out of the blue yeah. sort of bloodshed. And yeah. uh funnier cell too. So Oh you're connected
5: yourself. That's cool.
2: <laughs>
3: Is this thing on? Is ah. it on? Can Is you it? hear me?
2: I can, yep. I can. Let's compete yes. my friend. I, I, I don't care if you have your shoes on or off or your pants oh, okay. on or off.
4: Uh just shoes. That's how you like it, isn't it Ken? Just yeah, shoes. Yeah, Nothing else, Stri- Just shoes. St- String no, vest. It's a kink of mine. Can of in hand. Bringing the class, as always. How are we doing, fellas? We're good, man. We're good.
2: We're competing, uh, competing. And uh, we've done the Hong Kong round and half oh, the Japanese no. round. So. Are you
4: balls yeah. deep? I didn't want to come in, obviously, and win it and spoil it for everyone. So I thought, no, no, you know. I like it. it. <laughs> done, the Hong Kong brand. I'm screwed for the rest of the questions. Like. Oh, fantastic! Sounds great. Let's do it, man. Let's rock. So
2: uh, we've done two questions. Uh, we've covered Kiton already. So, um, uh, but the, the third question is actually um, everyone can join in here. So, let's do the third question in the Japanese round. So uh, it's not multiple questions as such. I'm gonna sort of leave it up to you to sort of uh, have a think about this. So. Third question. Japanese films have been the recipient of multiple awards at the Oscars. Can you name one of the films that was given one such award? And with your name, if you know it.
3: One, what type of award? One such award?
2: No, uh, can you name one of the movies that was given an, an award at the Oscars? Okay, uh, they, It's happened Todd. multiple times. Todd.
3: Seven Samurai.
2: No, I don't have that actually. Tom. What?
3: What? Tom, Tom.
2: Uh, Spirits of the Way. You're correct. You're correct.
4: Yeah. It's one of
2: the movies, it was not Best Foreign Language Film. It was Best Animated Feature. So they've gotten different awards throughout the years. Do you want to hear the rest of the uh, movies I picked up?
4: We're here to learn as well, Ken.
2: And I didn't know this. Uh, in 1951, Rashomon was given an honorary award. Oh, they call it Back oh. in the Day.
1: Oh, wicked.
2: A movie called Gates of Hell from 1954 was also given an honorary award. Same for the uh, part one in the Samurai trilogy that Toshiro Mifune starred in, the Legend of uh, Mushashi from 1955 was also given an honorary award. Uh, those movies, well, all of it, all of the movies, all all of these Samurai movies are out on Criterion, but that trilogy is out as well. But then we get to Spirited Away in 2001, Best Animated Feature, and in 2008, the first time a Japanese movie won Best Foreign Language Film happened, and that was for the movie Departures.
5: Ah, hey,
2: okay. So that is one point for Tom. He's already chasing yes. you, already chasing you fellas.
4: <laughs> Eat my dust!
2: But uh, you don't know how many points.
4: Yeah, uh, I was bit have. the dark here.
0: Todd, so, yeah, slow him down, Todd. So let's not no. let him get too many questions in. <laughs> All and right. can't catch up. Yeah, let, let's form
4: a human shield. Yes. Todd, <laughs> Todd
2: is in, on about 85. Five and feel
4: on like okay, seventeen. That's okay. All right, so, so not not a you know long way to go. Then that's cool. Nah. Okay, I'll catch you up. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so if
2: you do the math in terms of how many questions are left, we're going to be here for a while.
4: Okay, let me get my calculator out. Give me an hour. <laughs> All
2: right, question four for the Japanese round. The top. Japanese movie at the 1987 local box office in Japan, was the drama Hachiko Monogatari, based on the true story about Hachiko an Akita Dog, who was loyal to his master. This was remade in America in 2009 as Hachi, A Dog's Tale. Who was the human star of that film?
0: Phil. Phil. Was it Richard Gere? You're correct. Is
2: it? Wow.
4: I don't know where I got that
2: from.
0: The was, the dog,
4: was the dog paid in hard cash for sexual services? Yeah, <laughs> Is this it's, uh, yeah.
1: it's
2: a sweet movie, don't be. Like it took so a lot of effort film. to
3: dislodge the dog after the film was made. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I won't say from what. I can't get Master with Cracked Fingers,
0: but I can get Richard gear in some kind of dog film. That's what Yeah, doing.
3: that's... Uh, What's that what all
2: it's... about? Well done the you can saw it. What was it? Was it? I think it was. My name. And then you said yeah.
4: the right answer. <laughs> Yay, it was. I'm going to tear my shoes off, and I hope it's really annoying and audible on the track. Excellent. And
0: <laughs> scratch and sniff. Scratch and
5: speed. <laughs>
2: <Come on, please. laughs> All right, the final question of the Japanese round here. This is going to be a a, a a big, easy one. So let's really stay on top of this and shout out your names when you know this. Turning to the Godzilla universe for a moment, which monster is accompanied by two tiny twin fairies? Tom. Todd. That was Tom.
5: Ooh, geez. Mofra, Mothra, you're correct. <laughs> Mofra,
2: Mofra, Mofra. I don't remember now if Mof- Mofra's solo movie came before Godzilla
4: vs. Mofra. It, it, I think it did. It, it, the original it, one? Godzilla vs. 65 or something like that, the original one.
2: Yeah, and uh, then the Mofra vs. Godzilla, whatever. I, I only remember it was the first color one, at least the first color one I watched Right from
4: Godzilla. Yeah, I think that was made in 62. Oh, you, yeah, you might yeah you know you might be right there mate yeah 65 was yeah. uh you get onto to destroy all monsters and that kind of terrorist. Right. yeah yeah you, you yeah. think you're right there mate
2: big favorite uh favorite kaiju for many for me it's probably king Ghidorah because uh i was exposed to king Ghidorah at an early age and that was just hmm. how do they do that because i know As it's all real.
3: children should be Mm-hmm.
2: yeah <laughs> Uh, was literally that Ghidorah, the three-headed monster. But Mophra is in that as well because uh, they all bring down uh, King Ghidorah at one point. So it's a, um, it's a. Uh,
3: how you, how you feeling about the new movie that's coming out next year?
2: Uh, talking about the animated one or the US one?
3: The US, the uh, King of Monsters.
4: Oh, the sequel to the US one. Yeah, I haven't, yeah. I haven't seen the US one yet. The recent one.
3: Right. I thought it was pretty good. You know, it looks... Because this one is going to have Mothra, Rodan, and Ghidra in it. And the the monster designs look pretty good. You know, they're still kind of messing with them to make them look... I don't know, more proprietary. I don't know. But um, it looks like it could be good. My wife is very excited about it. She's a big Godzilla fan.
2: And they they, they got a few of them lined up now because they're crisscrossing movie franchises because isn't Godzilla going to um, go versus King Kong at one point? like Sk- yes. Sk- Skull, Skull mm-hmm. Island's King yeah. Kong.
3: So. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> Indeed. Money. Money.
2: We're going to give money to the companies. <laughs> so yeah, much yeah. money. Never saw the first Godzilla one because that that US one. Well, yeah, I saw the 98 one.
4: That was shit. Mm. Yeah. That was shit. Good soundtrack though.
2: I have the soundtrack; it's excellent. But you know, you can It's never apparent in the movie that this movie has a soundtrack. I think you can hear a Diddy song in the background of one scene, the Diddy nice. Jimmy Page song. That's it. Nice. So uh, no, no, like. Uh, uh, 90s grunge bands on the actual movie soundtrack. No. <laughs> so a lot of like Silver Silver Something, Foo Fighters was on there, Green Day, and uh, Jamiroquai. Does anyone remember him? Yeah, man. yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, I like a
0: bit of Jamiroquai. Let's get yeah. that on! Yeah. But those, but those videos
2: were cool back in the day, because they, they were cool tie-ins to the movie, and then movie was... Oh no. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> After such a beard-up. I'd rather listen to Jamira than l-
4: watch this.
5: Movie.
3: What? Oh, oh, opinions. What? <laughs> I said, what? Just opinions.
4: Opinions are very controversial in this day and age, thought. I'd keep those to yourself. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. All okay.
3: Right. So, sorry. <laughs> God, sorry. Damn, opinions. Yes.
4: Sorry I didn't provide a
3: trigger warning before saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I was dealing with such sensitivity. <laughs> Tr-
1: triggered.
2: All right, to see if uh, the category of Korea triggers any um, any desires for, desires for points or any bad memories. Uh, who knows? But um, I am going to start the Korean round here. Oh by the way, we're gonna to give Tom one piece of information he missed. Do you wanna know what you're competing for, Tom?
4: No. Ooh. Keep me in the dark dude. Okay, fine. Keep me in the dark. Yeah. I don't want to um, you know, work a bit harder or work a bit less harder depending on what the prize is. <laughs> I
1: just wanna give it
4: give my all and then Good see what happens at the end. No, That's the best thing.
0: Me. You just you just put the phone down. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, Mark,
4: seriously, I that bad yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And
0: then he builds it up. He does build it up, bless him.
4: It's not part of your stamp collection again, is it Ken? Oh, I don't, no, want no. It don't want to. don't want to, dude. Keep them to yourself.
2: And it's not my Yulmust collection either.
4: No, I don't want that either.
2: It's a nectar of the gods, Yulmust. Alrighty. The Korean uh, category here and unfortunately it seems like uh, we we're not we not going to have the guru of Korean cinema, Paul Quinn, joining us. He's stuck on a bus somewhere in London. So let's uh, keep it super current then with the Korean uh, category. Because right now on Netflix you can find the Kim Ji-Woon directed movie Ilang and that's a remake. So what's the name of the animated movie it's a live action remake of? Remember the buzzing with your names when you know?
4: Tom no idea Tommy He's the, uh, Pulse Pulse Raggy Pulse
2: no nope, nope you're uh, incorrect uh, uh, it's not a monster movie uh, it's a it, it's a Elang uh, the, the full title is Elang uh, the Wolf Brigade
4: oh is it uh, oh
2: <laughs> you already know?
4: Tom oh. no no
2: you've had your you've had your one shot so <laughs>
4: I thought we were still talking monsters, dude. This is not, this, is, come on, I'm, I'm late to it. I'm a bit off kilter. I think I deserve an extra millisecond over, Phil, if I'm being honest.
2: You, you, you wasted your milliseconds with that explanation. No. <laughs> uh, Does anyone have a guess? Ilang, uh, what is the, it, was it, is it a remake of? And it an animated movie from Japan.
0: Is it, Phil? Uh-huh. Uh Is it like, uh, G1 or something, the Wolf Brigade?
2: Well, the thing the is, one. I'm going to give you that one because you're on the right track. I know you're thinking of the right one. The movie is called Jinro, The Wolf oh, of the Game. Oh, okay, I
4: close. I yeah. think we have had half, and I should have had half, and you just bought that then, Ken. Honestly, <laughs> <you were supposed laughs> to be favourable to me, and you didn't. It went out your way.
2: Being all, being all rowdy this year as well, it's Christmas, for heaven's sake, but be, 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 a, be supportive you know, of Lord <laughs> Quizmaster. I must win. So, Phil gets the point, it's uh, Ilang. The Wolf Brigade is uh, quite a not-so-critically-acclaimed version of the very much-critically-acclaimed Jinro. Seen it? No, not yet, I haven't on my list, though, because uh, I'm a fan of Jinro, I've heard the action is good in Ilang, but they say that the story doesn't connect uh, to viewers as well as the animated version did in 1999.
0: True, but it's worth a watch. Uh, I've got to say, I'm quite impressed by the... uh the selection on Netflix recently but yeah I watched that one and uh, like I say yeah it is a bit confusing I've not seen the animated so I'm going to go back and see the animated version but um yeah action was it's uh, it's up there
2: it's good and the animated version is more contemplative than anything else it has action but it's very quiet
4: it's say it's that oshi flavor isn't it it's a bit more kind of cerebral than mm-hmm. it is you know a little uh, bit a,
2: l- a lot of symbolism too they use the yeah. um, the story of uh, little red riding hood to extensive uh, like like extensively and uh, almost dangerously, over exaggerated in terms of uh, we are wolves and you are little red riding hood and all of that. But it works. It kind of works. Uh, so well done, Phil. Well done. Second hey, yeah. question in the Korean round here. It's a multiple choice question. So, buzz in when you have made your determination, and one has a chance of getting this, getting this point. So, this movie that I'm gonna name, but it was written by the director of My Sassy Girl. It starred Jun Ji-hyun, the star of My Sassy Girl, but was directed by Hong Kong director Andrew Lau. It was called Daisy, released in 2006, and wasn't shot in Asia. Daisy was shot entirely in location in Europe, but in which country? Was it A, The Netherlands, B, Italy, C, Ireland?
1: Ugh. I've
4: no idea. Tom. Go ahead. D, Afghanistan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> stupid, stupid fool. <laughs>
2: so, Todd, Todd want to take his chance. Phil gonna want to take a chance. Know,
0: Phil, C. yeah,
3: go on. Let's say C. That is incorrect. Okay. Oh. Well, that was just a random guess. So yeah, I fair play. Come on, oh. Phil. Honest, ones.
0: I was going to go for C. I don't know why. Because uh, Phil uh, A.
2: The Netherlands. You are correct. Yeah. Did game. Jun Ji Hyun, together with Hong Kong director Andrew Lau, Infernal Affairs fame and all of that, went to the Netherlands and uh, they, they had some Hong Kong casting there as well, and uh, had some hopefully some uh, fun in the Netherlands in between. A, also, n- in between making a not so acclaimed movie either. <laughs>
1: so <laughs> <it's> <laughs> one
2: of those <laughs> one of those things. Hey guys, you, you're into. Um, like current super current popular musical culture i'm sure all of you right
4: no no i'm an old man now. <laughs> I'm, literally one, I'm literally one year away from 30 now and all i care about is the music i was listening to when i was 18 that's it. it's scientifically proven uh, that you happens that and that's it you discover no more
2: you're you're gonna prove your cred in terms of well i i know everything about music or you're gonna reveal your nerdum, nerdum fandom kind of thing
4: either way sounds terrible
2: it kind, a... of, it kind of easy. If you know this answer, you're kind of terrible. No, I don't know. I haven't heard That'll, of this. I'll
3: probably get that right, actually. Right
2: I, ha- I haven't heard of this band. Well, I've heard of it, but I haven't heard heard them. So the South Korean boy band BTS is apparently the biggest thing on the planet right now. So let's see how culturally enlightened you lot are. So can you name any of the seven
3: members out of that boy band?
4: <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, Jimmy. All
3: right um <laughs> i have no idea they all
2: they, they have a uh, stage names, so uh, all of them
3: they all I have as- asymmetrical haircuts my i know God. that what <laughs> so i'm shy my daughter she loves baiting R- oh. ringo i guess uh, ringo no
2: nope, no you're wrong you and you didn't say your name so you're still you're wrong uh, uh, you're wrong uh, uh,
1: <laughs> well my I,
3: name is ringo uh, i see
2: Wow. So Tom, I thought you were on top of these things. Like you, you know the members of BTS, right?
4: Um, unfortunately not, to be honest. But I can take a few, you know, guesses if you want. Um, Bobby eyebrows?
2: No, they're not that. <laughs>
4: uh, they're not. In, they're not
2: westernized names. Oh, are they <laughs> the
3: short one.
4: <laughs> the short one. The 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 slightly fat one who keeps getting pressure from the rest of them to lose weight. <laughs> um,
2: Phil, do you have any guess while Tom is guessing the, all the names in the universe? Phil! Yeah? On,
3: sugar. What,
2: what was that? Can you say that again?
3: <laughs> sugar. sugar. You're right. Yeah. How the hell did you know that? Well, there, that's right. They all have really weird
4: nicknames <laughs> they can't they're not as cool as prince they're not allowed a one word name to be I'm fair, sorry. I, you the... chat
0: my daughter. no well, well, well,
4: so, that's illegal i say i say phil gets removed I, I can't can i can't disguise
0: the fact that i would know somebody from bts so
4: um
2: <laughs> yeah uh it's christmas and, and i love phil so he's not getting any point deductions here so <laughs> 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 but uh, here's the lineup of names here, and I mean I didn't know any of this. So, uh, so here here are the members, regardless of what or what it is. Uh, uh, Jin, Sugar, not sugar, but su- suga or sugar. Okay. okay. Hop. <laughs> RM, Jimin. Oh. So you were onto something, You said Jimmy Kimmel. So you were almost. Oh, me, I, I was near there.
4: Yeah. Uh,
2: the letter V. <laughs> merely the letter V. Just V. And yeah. Jungkook, so it's the closest thing to an actual Korean name. He's nasal. the one that works John in the
5: Cook. kitchen.
4: He's the one that works in the Cook. kitchen. <laughs>
0: so and Ed there's like Sugar Jin, and then John Cook. That's ah, great. I like
2: uh-huh. <laughs> Sugar. Well, well the V is officially my favorite because he's V. So
4: there I is. think
3: one of them is named Arnie Rosenstein. I think so. Yeah, I think that yeah.
4: was. a so,
3: yeah, to, let <laughs> to change
2: that one. <laughs> All righty, uh, Tom, if you don't get the next question, then I, I don't know you anymore.
1: <laughs>
4: My pressure's on.
2: All right, l- listen up here. Uh-uh. We're still in Korean territory, okay? But you're going to realize that this connects to the West as well. So, the 2001 Korean martial arts action comedy film Volcano High was re-edited in 2003 and given a new English dub, Featuring a variety of comedic actors and hip-hop artists, so can you name at least two of the hip-hop artists featured as actors on the English dub of Volcano High? Remember using your names. Tom. Tom. Yeah. Snoop Dogg. That was one.
4: Oh. Dmx. Uh
2: per- apparently not. No. So, but but you, you you can have a shot. You can have a shot again. If, uh, so try and try and name another rapper that was okay. on that.
4: I'm gonna go with uh, Fat Joe.
2: Uh, apparently not. I haven't listed that oh, person. And you can get like three or f- th- you you can have like f- three or four chances here. Come on.
4: Well, that's nice, yeah. Um, okay, let's go. Exhibit. Uh,
2: no, but uh, I think um, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna be nice. You, you accuse me of being like very very mean, so I'm gonna be nice. Name one of the members out of Outcast.
4: Oh, uh, big boy. That's right.
2: Yes, oh, he was—he was one yeah. of the actors in I that. I can't believe though.
4: that. That's, that's weird. Yeah, a bit.
2: MTV produced that um, version oh for uh, for TV, so it featured among other people. Uh, it had Tracy Morgan in it, so they had like ups and comics and things. Snoop Dogg, Andrew 3000, Method Man, Little John,
4: Big Boy. I was going to say uh, Method. Man. Yeah, Matthew, yeah, Yeah, yeah. And uh, Maya, M
2: Y A, Mia, Maya, Maya. Yeah,
4: yeah. Ah, of course, yeah. Everyone who was hot like circa what two thousand and five or something.
2: Yeah, yeah exactly. That's about it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, good, good, good work. Good work. And uh, yeah. so there we are. Final question in the Korean round. Shin Sang-ok, the the director, as Simon Sheen, he changed his name, got story credit on the American monster fantasy movie The Legend of Galgameth, which was a loose remake or reimagining of what North Korean monster movie classic.
4: Todd. Yes. Paul sorry.
1: That is correct. How the hell did what I mention
4: that so- earlier and not mention it again? <laughs> Do I get half a point for that? No. I basically just answered your question too early. <laughs> I answered your question too early, so I think I deserve something for that.
2: Deadly Premonition.
4: Oh my <laughs> god, that's bizarre.
2: And it's a, it's sort of a Disney TV movie, Halloween kind of in feel. In the Legend of Gargameth is. Terrible, but he 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 moved to America after fleeing from Kim Jong Il and all of that, and and made the movies as producer and uh, had story credit. So he he did some of those like ninjas kickback, strikeback movies that Simon Sheen or sang Oak was on those as well. So he had an American career for a little while, which is uh, a bizarre end note. But he he uh, he fled. And that was nice.
4: I just think I had monster movies in my head, and then. Career and then that popped out. Just just happens. Yeah, I remember. I don't remember
2: what question and if it was even relevant to the question. Like, Pulga sorry, I'm just going to say it anyway.
4: Probably not. <laughs> I probably just shouted it like when you were just, you know, introducing me. <laughs>
2: you never know.
4: <laughs> just verbal diarrhea. Yeah.
2: Like, Merry Christmas, Tom. Pulgasari. sorry. <laughs>
4: that's my new catchphrase. Is <laughs> that like my and new a, terrible catchphrase? Right. And a Pulgasari sorry to you, too. <laughs> nice. I mean, that's good because you don't offend anybody because. You know, right. celebrating something different these days. So you could do that. It, it's like a catch-all term for you know, have a nice couple of weeks
3: yeah. at the end of uh, the year. I'm sorry, but I think here in the states, you would offend somebody. Oh, somebody. Some, yeah. that's like our favorite pastime yeah. right now is being offended by stuff.
4: My aunt's a giant Korean monster. How dare you? you know,
3: <laughs> so <something> like that. <laughs> that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> racist. Let's
2: tweet each other. Vi-
4: violently. Racism. Yeah. Racism is okay as long as it's funny. That's what I say. Yeah,
2: yeah. Has- hashtag ban Pulgasari or whatever Twitter can come up with.
5: <laughs> right. <laughs> All right,
2: well done, guys. Well done. And uh, thank you for bringing good spirits despite just jumping on immediately after coming home from work, Tom. I really appreciate it. So.
4: Well, that's okay, man. I didn't want to come on and spoil it if you're in mid flow, but it's uh, no, it been yes, a no to no be here? We had oh, a good well, time, well, but
2: well. Uh, we haven't. <laughs> 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 all righty. Let's. Uh, the next to last category is the mixture of Hollywood, Hong Kong, Japan, and Korea, all in one kind of thing. So the questions are going to be a little bit back and forth here. Um, so we we have um, one multiple choice question. coming up are you and speaking I'm... in
4: tongues? Jesus Christ,
5: he's possessed.
2: <laughs> multiple choice, and so everybody got a chance here, regardless if they know the actual answer or not. So we often talk of when Hong Kong filmmakers go abroad. You know, you're John Woo, you're Choi Ha, go the actors when Chai and Fat started making Hollywood movies. But some big-name directors doing the same thing, they sort of go unmentioned. So which of the following Hong Kong directors made his US debut with the crime drama The Flock, starring Richard Gere? Was it A, Peter Chan, B, Wong Kar Wai, C, Andrew Lau? The Flock starring uh. Richard Gere. Yes, Todd two i mean b one Y that is incorrect i'm afraid okay so guys was it peter tom? chan or andrew Lau who made the flock starring richard gear and tom
4: has something to say i think a peter chan it's incorrect
1: oh man
2: and, and that means it was andrew lao
4: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i think,
0: but I I
3: think like phil it. might know
2: He's i think phil might know go to him
3: <laughs> what what was it a flock of seagulls yeah
2: no he refers to he's actually chasing a uh, child molesters in that one
4: oh. yeah they always want flocks those guys very difficult to get a hold yes. of one of them they're always working i think in the group place. term is a
3: curve of child molesters <laughs> so, yeah i think that's
4: correct a correct traveling term. curve yeah
2: i heard that movie the flock was kind of taken away from andrew Lau. it had different cuts all over the world and things <laughs> like that I so
4: credit on that or was it,
2: like, uh, yeah... No, No, I think he had it, but...
4: um Smith, you kind of vibe?
2: N- no, I don't think they went that far, but I think, like, the European cut is somewhat longer and his preferred cut, uh, so he didn't have, like, uh, Uber freedom just because he made Infernal Affairs, or one of the guys who made Infernal Affairs, but it's a solid little movie. It's not bad, so, you mm-hmm. know, it's not like they gave him, like, uh, make a John Woo movie for us in 2000-something-something, yeah. so, right. you know, they gave him a thriller uh, uh, so that was cool. So um, Avril Levine is in a small role in it, if you fancy that. Yeah, sort of
4: I remember you've, you you have spoke about it on the show before, Ken. Actually, it's ringing bells now a little bit. Did you review it on the show, possibly?
2: Uh, not on the show. I've, I think I've written about it um, uh, once upon a time. So I just brought it up as a conversation topic.
4: Who wants one of them?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Conversations. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Let's stick to uh, heavily scripted uh, pod, podcasting Science. by Ken where we don't interact as persons and only as podcast robots. <laughs>
4: Just the way I like it.
2: All righty. Uh, this is a mixed category, as I said, Hollywood, Hong Kong, Japan, and Korea. And we turn to a U.S.-Japanese type of question. All right. So this is not a question, but I'm going to ask it anyway before we get to the actual question. Were you or your parents ever a fan of uh, Richard Chamberlain?
3: I know who Richard Chamberlain is. I
2: always got the impression that he was popular with uh, women a lot uh, because uh, I've heard multiple pe- people right. say like my mother loved Richard Chamberlain. Yeah. My mother so loved
0: apparently it. he was uh, quite King's popular with women
3: as
1: well. Get the hell yeah. out
3: of here! He, probably, he played Doctor Kildare on TV.
2: But the the, the actual question about uh, that involves Richard Chamberlain uh, in 1980. He starred in the TV miniseries *Shogun*. Opposite what legendary Japanese actor? Well, Phil?
0: Toshiro
3: <laughs> Yeah, That's right, that's right. That's a <laughs> little Toshiro or- Spamoni
0: Yes, yeah, the. Well, the I Italian nearly got the way because I said yeah. my favorite, well, my dad got me into Shogun, Richard Chamberlain, and I was going to say, you know, and then you asked the question about it. I was like, whoa, cool. Predicted it. That's, yeah, that's, that's great.
3: Another another big mini series he was in around that time was The Thorn Thornbirds. Birds. <laughs> and the and the woman who became my wife once treated me to a one minute synopsis of the entire story of the Is Thorn all Birds. That all you needed. Yeah, that, that was it. She had wow. me at the,
4: the, 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 she had that. me
3: thorn. She had me at thorn. She give a... it a
4: thorn, Todd? I mean, I always try and you know use some kind of lubrication. To be honest, I mean it's a bit spiky. It's a bit you know. A bit... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna leave that one alone.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: you had to take it there. I yeah, I often do. Yeah, it's a, it's a recurring habit.
2: It's a we're doing a double bill on December 23rd of this show and this week in Sleaze And Tom was sort of venturing into Sleaze territory. Yeah, a, yes.
4: uh, what did so he play I, the uh, doctor on? In, in, uh, in Lighten us,
2: Kildare, Dr. Kildare,
4: yeah, yeah. What, what show is that? It's like, uh, you know, um,
3: you know, that genre of a a doc, uh, heroic doctor who you know, every episode he takes on different medical problems. I mean, there's like so many shows. Like that here. There's like there was Ben Casey. There was Marcus Welby. Like a Buff Quincy. Yeah,
0: Bill. R. Cool. Uh, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> well, it, it was too early for them to have a punk rock episode, but. Uh, <laughs> <you know>.
4: <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's good. Yeah. That's a deep cut. though. All
2: right, line up your DVDs of Shogun and finish uh, the evening uh, with that. It's like 10 hours of it or
4: something. So, oh, yeah. Sounds fantastic.
2: Based on a monster monster book by James Clavel, who had a habit of writing uh, monster doorstops of uh
4: right.
0: kind of books. And it's a great series. Shogun, it's a great series. Well-recommended.
2: Speaking of TV, uh, Korean actress Kim Joon-jin appeared as the North Korean spy in the seminal action thriller Shiri, but she was also on primetime American TV for many years, appearing in what J.J. Abrams created TV series? Todd. Yeah? Ooh.
3: Lost. You're correct. You're correct. Nice.
2: Also, there was a Korean lady on there for many, many seasons. I never saw Lost, yeah, but I checked.
3: there was a Korean
4: couple. Ah, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I get it. I get yeah. it.
2: And she apparently uh, traveled back and forth and had appearances in multiple Korean movies at the same time. So that was like a multi career to be proud of, you know, exposure galore.
4: That's awesome.
2: Was anyone a fan of Lost or uh, did you literally get Lost after it got more convoluted?
3: Nice. (laughs) I watched it for the first couple of seasons and I just, I abandoned it. I'm not good at sticking with these long sort of serialized TV shows that seem to be everything that's on TV now, you know.
4: If, yeah, yeah, if you go past the date, it's actually on air. It's always such a daunting task to get through nineteen seasons of you know, <laughs> yes, somebody indeed. on an island or something. I, I, it's right. yeah, it's not good. It's it's it's. it's I haven't got the time for that, unfortunately.
3: Yeah, I also heard that the that the final episode, the way they wrapped it up, was pretty mm. disappointing. So I spared myself that heartache.
2: All righty. Next year, in the Hollywood, Hong Kong, Japan, Korea section, we turn to Japan. But it connects to the West. The 2013 Japanese movie Unforgiven starring Ken Watanabe is a
4: remake of what film? Tom. Tommy. Unforgiven.
2: Yep, it
5: is. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it confused me. What? I was
0: expecting the director of the I was expecting someone else.
2: I, I didn't know that that movie was remade. It, it, it's Clint Eastwood, Unforgiven, obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, and I don't know if the Japanese movie is uh, considered any good or not, but I don't know.
4: It's great. I've I, heard it, good it. things about it. Yeah, I've heard good uh, things about uh, yeah. it. Yeah. I reviewed it. It's uh, it's a really good film.
2: Yeah. Is that the is that the one with Tarantino in or am I? No, no that's a uh, Takashi Miike, Yuki, Western ah, kinda bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah
3: sorry. Uh, the Eastwood film is good too. Yeah,
2: yeah. some of his better movies. Oh, it is. Yeah, saw so, so it. Uh, well, rewatched it recently, and uh, I, I was amazed how, at how well. I didn't remember it was that like tension filled. Yeah, you uh, were. really like on on the edge of your seat, just watching like things boil slowly.
4: Yep. Yeah, It's probably the the culmination of everything he was kind of working for in his yeah. Western career.
0: Yeah. You look at all the westerns that he's done. You know, Power Riders, you know, he's close to. High Plains Drift, Hello, uh, yeah, yeah. J.C. Wales, And then you, he does this with, like, Gene Hackman, lest we forget. It's fucking awesome in that movie. Yeah. It's, um, I was yeah, it's building a,
1: a house. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Powerhouse. Morgan yeah. Freeman is not that too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah great. Yeah. Guy.
2: And and, and was the Japanese movie also uh, a, a cowboy film? Or was it Samurai? Yeah,
0: yeah. okay. Yeah, it's much like that. It's very much like it, but um, definitely worth seeing. Yeah.
2: Cool. Uh, one of those things I dug up that I didn't know of. Uh, one of those, Let's find remakes. I haven't heard of this. Cool. It's also called Unforgiven. Let's see if we can trick the contestants.
4: <laughs> Ken, I thought you were going to go easy on us tonight, but apparently not, man. I'm, uh-huh. I'm fumbling in the dark sure, at the, the moment. Questions
0: before Jesus. you turned up, some the questions before <laughs> you turned up, man. That was dude. Listen,
4: doing. lay them on me when we're done. I want to hear them. I want to hear them. I want to have a blast. Adam I see what I am lightning round yeah that sounds like a good idea and
2: you, and you don't even know what you're competing for either
4: listen I don't <laughs> care I don't care at this point it's for pride and glory honour and glory,
2: Honor and glory. Hey, hey put on your ninja headband for luck or something I should have done
4: that man I should have <laughs> had a bit more prep time I would have manscaped as well <laughs>
5: oh boy okay
2: Final question <laughs> in the mixed uh, round, then we finish off with the quotes, alright? So, it's the next to last round, and it ends now. What or which Academy award-winning actor did Jackie Chan work with in 2015's Dragon Blade? Well, I birdie That's correct!
1: Oh, man, yeah.
2: Also, I don't think he's a Maybe it has been nominated, but who else starred in that movie from, from the West? Adrian Brody and uh, what? which star from High Fidelity? Bonus point. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, Tom. <laughs> oh.
4: No. John Cusack. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Not a
2: point, but apparently his, uh, his uh, cast list there, directed by by the guy. We, we've touched upon uh, the director of um, Dragon Blade already in this episode, because uh, uh, Daniel Lee, he directed the Andy Lau movie we talked of earlier in the show. Well done, Phil. Well done. Well done. Well done. Uh, so, quotes. Uh, final round, and it's uh, very exciting. I haven't even done the tally, but maybe that's uh, more exciting to know to not know. How close you are or how far apart you are. So
4: Well according to my spreadsheet
5: <laughs> <laughs> I have
4: like twenty three and a
1: half. I'm
4: ahead by forty six points. I mean it might be wrong, but I mean I might miscount it, but that's what it says on my computer, <laughs> and my computer has the final say. Because it's got no gay porn, unlike yours, as
5: Ken. Ha-ha. Very, mature. very what, mature. What a singer!
4: I'm going to accuse him of being gay.
0: Podcast okay. <laughs> brought to you by Podcast samba for very
2: mature. Ah, yeah, go R-rated very mature indeed. So quotes from a variety of uh, Asian and a Western movie. Okay, but that Western movie is done by an Asian director, uh, so maybe this is. The only super easy round, but uh, let's do it anyway. Or it's hard. Who knows? So quote, and it's an uh, English translated uh, uh, quote from a Hong Kong movie. I always leave one bullet, either for myself or for my
4: enemy. Tom. Tommy. The killer. That's right.
2: John Woo's the killer.
5: Yeah. Maybe.
2: Iconic quote. Mm. Yeah. You know? And it comes back in the movie too, uh, like a sort of classical thing, like establish it, and then it comes back uh, without spoiling the killer. Because I'm sure some people haven't seen the killer, so we're not going to spoil that thing.
0: Yes, and we won't spoil it for both of those listeners out
4: there. Go
0: on, tell <laughs> I'm
4: sure they don't listen to this shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, they should do. God damn it, Tom, they should.
2: I don't know if anyone remembers this, but for a while they were considering remaking The Killer with Richard Gere and Denzel Washington. Then that faded.
4: I always nine degrees of
2: Richard Gere. He made a dogs movie. That's all I need to know. Like I like dogs. But <laughs> n- now they're doing a remake of The Killer, all female cast, I believe. Uh, and John uh, is doing it himself,
4: uh, uh, I believe. Uh, 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 the world's got mad.
0: It
2: might be good, but uh, I have no desire to have another killer, The Killer in my life because I thought. That was put to bed ages ago but um, so I, I don't know what the commercial prospects are for a remake of a 1989
4: movie. Yeah and I just want to just obviously explain myself that uh, that was just I've had enough of people remaking films, putting women in it just for the sake of it. Why I just do a really good film, create something new for some women. Perfect. Right, is that not you know what what you know the industry should be doing really rather than just kind of remaking the old stuff just to you know put women in it? I, right. it, it it seems almost anti feminist itself, you know, saying that they're not good enough for their own original film. So right. it's something that's why not, established. Why not give some original?
3: Why not just be gender blind in your cast? Agree.
4: Yeah, yeah. agree.
2: Yeah, it's not like the, 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 this is building up hype or anything. I think uh, the, the news was there, now it's quieted down, and then maybe someone says, "Hey, it's coming out."
3: Oh, well, the reason to do that, actually, now that I've thought about it, is because the internet freaks out about it and provides you with a lot of free publicity. Yeah,
4: you it's know. very true. Yeah, very true.
2: Uh, it's got nothing on n- nothing on Batfleck in terms of like Twitter impact. The remake of The Killer, so it uh, it had a little spike, but nothing like when Ben Affleck mm. was announced as Batman. So, right, breaking the internet. All righty. <sighs> second quote from a Japanese sort of cult movie, and um, I'll, I'll give some clues if needed. So the quote goes as follows from a Japanese movie. It's like nineteen eighty nine or nineteen ninety. Uh, Together, we can turn this
4: fucking world to rust. Tom? Yes? Tetsuo the Iron Man? Oh, you're so correct. Well, yes. Done. Done. That's like a
2: clue in a quote there. Like Together we can turn this fucking world to rust. Like a.
4: I thought that was the line
3: from a Bruce Springsteen song. <laughs> 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 no. I actually knew that I thought Tetsuo, but I was too slow. I forgot
4: my name for a minute. That's what happened.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <once laughs> what's that? I know the answer. Yeah,
4: as you do. <laughs> I mean, I want to speak, but I don't remember my name. So I think it's gonna right. you know, put me put me behind uh, yeah. a little
3: bit. Uh, uh, is uh my name? Yeah. No.
2: Okay. <laughs> Still haven't upgraded my Tetsu VHSs, but uh, they have like UK Blu-rays uh, for both of the movies, yeah, yeah. so you should be able to get that because I, I did like, especially the first one. It had a, an energy about it that uh, was quite. Um, Creative, you know, may look like it was made for like five bucks and still look dynamite and right and uh, intense. Eh, okay, the third quote Hong Kong movie. And if you you gotta know this, someone needs to know this. Okay, <laughs> and it might be a dubbed line, but it, it is the quote I pulled. So here we go. Now you listen to me, I'll say this only once. We are not sick, man. Tom,
4: wow, oh. fist of fury, yes, nice, uh, <laughs> well done.
2: Alrighty, the fourth quote this is from an American movie by a Hong Kong director. If you just say the quote, it sort of sounds very neutral and how can anyone guess that? But it's sort of delivered like this. I say, God damn, what a rush.
3: Todd. Yes. Broken Arrow. Correct. Wow. Nice, man. Nice. nice. That was delivered by John Travolta. Yes, sir.
2: Blowing up one of the um, nuclear bombs uh, there in in the middle of the movie. Damn, what yes. John Woo's Damn. Broken Arrow. All right, yeah, the fifth quote, and then the trivia is over, because I don't think we need a tiebreaker, but I'm not, not going to reveal the score yet, but the fifth quote is from a Japanese movie, and the English quote goes as follows. It's very easy, this one. So today's lesson is, you kill each other off till there's only one left. Todd.
3: Yes, sir? Oh, God. Um lost it. Oh, um man. I'll give you a few more seconds.
2: Today's lesson okay. is you kill each other off until there's only one. Tom.
4: Can I come in with this? No. Do you, want for, do, on, do you want to forfeit it, Todd? to forfeit it. <laughs> okay. Is it Battle Royale? <laughs> it is a Battle Royale.
2: That's it. That's it. Yeah. Which is um, an o- answer that uh, came up last year, or during last year's trivia but, um That wasn't a quote uh, that I picked, but one of your answers was Battle Royals. I thought, like, if I place it here, maybe you'll get it. But (laughs) uh, alas, no. (laughs) All righty. The final score is, unless I missed some points along the way, but I don't think so. This is
4: going to sound terrible now. You're not going to give me some kind of, you know, bonus round or something to, you know, at least hold my head above water with these guys? No. Shit. I don't fast. Oh, there's no thought behind that. <laughs> that,
5: was just a, that was
3: a knee-jerk reaction.
5: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, <laughs>
4: just cry, just sob. <laughs> just Gently.
2: All righty, who want to know uh, who came in third?
4: Oh,
1: I wonder who.
2: <laughs> well, you might be surprised.
1: In really? Third,
2: in third place, we have Todd with six points. Yeah.
1: Hello. Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm nah. And I'll tell you crazy. why it's close cup, Tom, because I'm no good at quotes. So the last round, I knew it was screwed. Because by the time my brain kicks in, that's forget it. So I was never <laughs> going to get anything. <laughs>
4: well, sorry, but maybe I had you know a little bit above it you there. I'm sorry no. about that. I had a head up on you. Yeah. I, obviously, I'm still, still working on my cocaine I took this morning before work, so it's still <laughs> still pulsing through me. It's a little bit left.
2: You you refueled after work. It sounds like. Yeah.
4: That. Hey everybody, let's have a trivia. Hey <laughs> <Gay> jokes. <laughs>
2: I don't know how you do these things. Do you reveal the first first place or the second place? when i go
4: silver. got silver? second.
2: Well, in second place with eight points is...
4: Tom yeah,
1: Got yeah, yeah. eight that. points I'm in like ten minutes. I'm
4: okay with that. That's all right. I think it's a decent little
5: effort.
2: And that means that the winner of the 2018 Christmas special <laughs> trivia pub quiz in the podcast is Phil G with... Nine points.
1: Nice. So you had
2: enough just before the quote round.
4: Good man. That's what it's all about. Always have a little bit in the tank. Always have a little bit of reserve. That's what I say.
2: Hey, Ken cutting in here for a bit with some post trivia info. So regarding Phil G's score, I need to correct myself and actually give him an extra point. Because during the master with cracked fingers question, he answered... Snake Fist Fighter. And that is technically correct because it's one of the alternate titles for the US, I believe. So, in my naive head, I was, I'm not making excuses, I was wrong, but I was probably thinking he was referring to the 36 Crazy Fists, which I think is the movie, I might be wrong too, where Jackie came in for a day and did some choreography on the opening and then it was marketed as a Jackie Chan movie. However, phil g revealed he asked his daughter for one of the names out of the boy band bts so technically he cheated on one question so yeah <laughs> one point gained one point lost phil g is still the winner but i thought that i needed to correct myself mainly here so who's the fool now i am back to the wrap up of the show Wow! 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 Well, well played, everyone, and uh, for all, like uh, everybody wins uh, some, uh, like a men- It's a mental win. You participated, so that's a win, right?
3: That's yeah. probably the worst win of them all. You get a P for participation. Okay. Uh, can do you mind if I as can I have the as the last place uh, non-winner? Can I have the consolation of making a brief statement? I think
4: that's fair. I think it's very okay. Fair. Do you need a witness, Todd?
3: I'd okay. say it's need crucial. Someone in the room.
4: Do you want um, me to watch down? I,
3: yes, please. Um, I don't know if it was one of you guys, but I remember the last time uh, we ended up going on and on about Hallmark movies. Who was the guy that was like in the Hallmark that I wasn't
4: mean, me, dude. That was
3: Paul <laughs> eh? like it up. He going to so. stop it. that
4: sounds like Tom. I,
3: I just want you to know that in preparation for this No, episode, no, 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 I, Because I, I, <laughs> I want to be one of the guys. You know, I want to be accepted. <laughs> don't the say court. it. So don't I watch, it. I, I'm, I'm going to say it. Brace <laughs> yourselves. I watched A Christmas Melody, The Home. Mar- and
4: starring Mariah Carey
3: directed and starring Mariah Carey
4: I was so close to watching it last year but I just couldn't oh, really? bring myself to it but I was I literally I had it on the list for this year I'm not gonna lie to you I thought let's do it I'm ready for a little bit of punishment did you watch is- it? no not yet is it as <laughs> bad okay. as it looks? tell me I need to know I'm dying to know oh
3: god Um,
2: it's a Christmas movie like you can't be mad at it but it-
4: you can't be. Really, I, mean, yeah. I mean I love these ones that just they're just dog shit but they're just there and it's just it's perfect right for the season. I don't know right. why is it gets a pass and it's annoying. Yeah. It's Christmas. I mean,
3: it's bad, but it's bad in a very uh special way, I guess. <laughs> um, I'll just tell you a couple things to look forward to without without right. spoiling it this is probably true, I, this is the first Hallmark movie i ever loved, but it's a very slick mo- working movie, it's like competently filmed and lit and everything. It's bright, but this is what it just, is, it's bright. It's, yeah, and, but there's just so much, so many odd directorial choices, and for one thing, every every close-up of Mariah Carey looks like it's taken from a completely different movie.
4: <laughs> um, she wasn't there, but <laughs> Yeah, well, it's
3: possible that she never met any of the other stars because <laughs> in the close up yeah, uh, you know, the setup will be some really present you know will be in a high school gymnasium or something you know and then they'll cut to a close up of her and it's like A shot that looks like it took four hours to set up there's all this like soft lighting dramatic shadow it spoils the narrative rhythm a little bit and the only and the only shots that are more dramatically more flattering are the shots of a can of Folgers coffee that is sitting on a kitchen counter it's like placement yeah, it's like the most super liminal project product placement I've ever seen. But yeah, I would. I mean, if you have some idea of what's in store, it is it is riotously incoherent. And oh, yes, I would recommend it.
2: I, I know she's perceived as a diva and things like that. So why did you? And the boobs she,
4: go the wrong way.
2: Well, I don't know about that. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't look for such things, but. <laughs> I I don't know why she insisted on making a movie and directing a movie where she's a total bitch.
3: Right, she that plays the bitch. Strange. Why
2: not yeah. get away with that and like be the get get away from that and be like the heroine of this Christmas right. tale.
3: Well, the weird thing was, the kind of movie that it was, it was the kind of movie where you would expect the bitch, because she's the closest thing to a villain, because there's so little conflict in the movie, That's where so you would nice. expect the bitch to get the come uh, some kind of goofy comeuppance, like she falls out a window and her head goes in a bucket of paint or something. <laughs> That's how stupid. The the movie, it's like one of those movies where um, it seems like a 12-year-old trying to write how they think adults would act, so it's like, Ooh, I need my coffee. You know that kind of thing. So, but yeah, she. Well, this may be a spoiler, but she doesn't. You know, she doesn't get her comedic comeuppance. So,
4: anyway, this even more now. After I, that think, yes, card, I think yes, I think. Oh, good. I'm glad
3: I've. I'm glad I've enhanced. I'm enhanced <laughs>
4: your experience of it. Pump, pump me up even further. If,
3: if they ever, I hope they someday do an audio commentary track. Maybe we can do it together. Oh, that would be incredible. Let's do,
4: yeah, that's it. it's in the books. Let's
2: do it. Paul Fox gifted me that movie last year, and uh-huh. I did. I did watch it because it's Paul and uh, it's a gift. So, but but yeah, right. totally spot on. I mean, it didn't like invoke like oh, this is so unintentionally funny. Let's watch more. I had enough of Hallmark after that one movie. I don't know how you guys do it. Into us all. Yeah, let's watch well,
0: the, the, there's a quick insight into Ken there, folks. So if you gift Ken something, say a film, yeah. he will yeah. watch it because of all a right.
2: because getting stuff is the best. Hey,
3: all right, <laughs> but, well, there well, you're you getting the whole Left Behind trilogy next year. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of that, so I guess that's uh, they're they're Christian movies about the oh, the apocalypse. <laughs>
2: Starring, uh, starring Kirk Cameron or anyone like that.
3: Yes. Oh boy. Yes. I oh, boy.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> 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 you just guessed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Is that the one where he's a firefight or something? Crap, crap like that. Or that's one of his multiple oh, Christian another,
3: movies. That's
4: another crappy Christian movie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
4: That's the one with Nicholas Cage, isn't
0: it? <laughs> yeah, left Beyond, Yeah. I like him. oh right,
4: yeah, he is in one of those yeah, yeah, yeah Nick Cage does Christian movies in. I don't know whether it's a remake or, or what, but I'm sure it's got kind of same kind of Jesus kind of apocalyptic you know right yeah.
2: just because Cage did knowing then they roped him in for another apocalyptic
4: movie <laughs> <laughs> I like, mean
2: there's no need for a tiebreaker, but you, you do you want to hear it for no for no points? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's not like a filmography uh, guest type of question this time around. It's a multiple choice one. So, And it was in the trivia questions at one point, but then I uh, excluded it in favor of like the Andy Lau question or something like
4: that. So You did a second draft of these questions, Ken. I'm yeah, impressed.
2: I, I, I work on this. Yeah. I work on this.
4: I'm impressed with the work, man. Honestly.
2: <laughs> uh, so it's multiple choice, and uh, here we go. Uh, along with the likes of uh, Sammo Hung. Sean Hugh, Maggie Q, and Simon Yam, what American actor, also starred in the 2005 action movie Dragon Squad, also known as Dragon Heat. Was it A, Steven Seagal, B, Michael, Duddy or Dudikoff? C Michael Bean. Michael Bean? Yeah. Todd. Yep.
0: yep. Michael Dudikoff. Oh, Michael huh? Bean. Todd, Michael Bean, Todd Michael. Oh,
2: it could have been Steven Seagal in a way, because I think Steven produced it in some shape or form, but he wasn't in Dragon Squad or Dragon Heat, so, uh, but uh, but yeah, Aliens, Michael Bean, Terminators, Michael Bean, doing some Hong Kong work. Heard that movies were all crap, actually, so.
4: Yeah, it's not very good. Mm. That's not yeah. the, the remake to SBL. No, sorry, the c- semi-sequel to SBL, is it? Or am I being daft? No, it isn't. No. Uh, huh? No. Same cast, though similar cast. Mm. Well, Simon Yammer's in it. Samo and
2: Simon, yeah, okay, yeah. And no. Samo, so I oh, guess. And, oh. uh, but are you saying that because the SPL had a retitle that was like Dragon something?
4: Or? No, maybe I'm just No, confused. that was Killzone. Uh, <coughs> that, that was the yeah, retitle. Yeah, Killzone was the retitle. Yeah, maybe I'm just getting a little bit confused. No, I thought it was uh, It was kind of a semi-sequel of sorts. But maybe I'm getting confused.
2: That would have been the tiebreaker, so Michael, Michael Beam, so...
0: Tell him what I've won, Ken. Tell him what I've won. Yes, indeed. You're right.
2: You're right. Phil is the 2018 champion of the trivia pub quiz in a podcast kind of thing. Long name. And what he won, this is what Phil won. He won a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas classic in some people's eyes. It's on obsolete media. And it is. Jingle All The Way on Japanese Laserdisc.
1: What?
4: You should have told me what we were playing for. I worked harder. I worked, worked harder.
2: No, you didn't want Don't to know, know you dumbass.
4: Ever again, Ken? I've oh, had it. No, I'm going. See you later, guys. Bye, gents. It's been emotional. I'm going now. Um, can I get can I get a lend of that, Phil? Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You, you go. You go I've to sent Birmingham. You on Messenger. Every...
0: Yeah. That jingle all the way is going to sit proudly as a laser disc ah. in between the two laser discs that I've sent on Messenger. So have a look That's at that later. They look perfect in between those two titles, mate. That's yeah. class, man. That's
4: awesome. What a class prize.
2: Nice one, yeah. Kim. It's a non-Japanese Laserdisc as well, so it's a, a odd little angle to it all. But uh, hey, so Phil is going to have uh, not Turbo Man proudly presented on his shelf, but uh, the closest thing to it, the movie about the, 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 the desire to purchase turbo man
3: there actually there actually was a turbo man doll that they marketed in connection with that movie that's was that the nerdiest thing that's been said on this show there anything it's it's, It's
0: it's the most sensible thing that's been said on this show i have to say wow
4: wow marvel at that concept (laughs) it's the most informative thing i've ever heard on this show so i mean it's been good for me maybe the most
3: poignant thing yeah
4: poignant yeah, <laughs> heart,
3: heart nice. rending yeah. meaningful well alright guys I gotta get going too I got a hot dog eating contest to go to what? in other words Excellent. in other words anon- another Sunday afternoon in the good old US of A hey.
4: <laughs> when you put a load of water on a first name because that's fucked up I don't like yeah. that no. oh okay, okay. Is that gonna happen?
2: well the, the, the only thing I require of you Todd is uh, to, yes, uh, sir. to stick stick around for 30 more seconds because this is all that's left to say for this show so thank you for the support this year everybody of course the listeners anyone who took time to listen but thank you to anyone else that means you guys who co-hosted this year because what you bring in all seriousness is invaluable to me because i can't elevate these discussions by myself so thank you todd thank you tom thank you phil and everybody who joined me and merry christmas Merry, Merry Christmas
4: to everybody. Happy New Year. Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> uh, uh, Hanukkah. Uh, anything? Let, me, let me check the Wikipedia page for uh, celebrations.
0: Happy
5: yeah. Life
1: Day.
2: That was probably the nerdiest thing that was said on this podcast. Happy Life Day. Well, you go and enjoy your day out in life by eating uh, multiple hot dogs, Todd. <laughs>
4: Go Damn for it, it's hard, man. Damn it. Oh, okay. I wish I was there. Sounds fantastic. Yes. It's not, oh, it's not some kind of euphemism, is it? It's definitely like a hot dog eating contest. <laughs> going to. I'll never tell. I'll never <laughs> tell. Keep that in my man.
2: Thank you, Todd. <laughs> Have an awesome holiday and new year,
4: and all of you, all of you too. Good speak to you, Todd, man. See you soon. All right. See Have you. Soon. Take one. care. Take care, Bye bye. What was that? That sounded good. That was like Ed 209 that's incredible
2: and that's the UK crew left so let's uh, officially finish this recording by saying uh, Merry Christmas Tom Merry Christmas Phil Happy New Year and thank you so much for t- participating in this uh, annual end of year relaxed type of show so uh, that's uh, that's us out can it be saying Merry Christmas over to Tom to say something mildly silly or very serious
4: <laughs> is that the only two options I have can I not meet you somewhere in the middle Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to all the listeners and my co-host sitting next to me in this virtual room. Uh, it's been a good year. Some great shows. Obviously, quality content, as always, coming from Ken. Ken being a leader, just, just banging it out. Always good. And we've just been there to crack a few jokes and uh, make some silly comments. And that's about it. It's been a great one. I hope people have enjoyed it.
2: Good man, good man. And over to Phil. For sign off, and uh, he's the most jovial, so he gets the <laughs> final word. Well, you know, I,
1: I, I echo that, I care that. Merry, merry,
0: merry, merry Christmas, everybody. Ho, 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 merry Christmas. Um, now, thanks to Kenny B, obviously, for steering the ship, as always. We are but the uh, the sailors under his vast mass.
4: The seamen that you, uh, would
0: you say, Yeah, we are the seaman. I would say. A a vast. We're going on a different... That's a completely different way to where I wanted to go. That's what I told you. Just and, um, the I was just... just on. <laughs> but thank you very much, uh, Ken. And thanks, everybody, uh, for listening and tuning in. And uh, I'm sure we'll have fun and festivity over the uh, New Year
4: period. And we can do it all again next year. So thank you very much. Oh, I sounded better than mine. Can I redo mine, Ken? No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> because he's the champion. He has the final say and final word. I have no, I have no power left. <laughs>
4: Okay, everything that Phil just said, but just you know, imagine it from my mouth. There you go. (laughs) Merry Christmas, everyone.